So I'm in a Buffalo Wild Wings the other day. This is Auto Collabs. That was your first problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hatch queso just doesn't sit right at 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> and this Foo Fighters song comes on, and I'm like, I don't know how I have not put these dots together. But you know, on, I, on our little roadcaster doohickey, and there's the one sound, the, the song, you know, the intro song? Oh, this one, you mean? Hold on. I'm going to pull that up. This guy? Okay. Yeah, that one. Up until that point, up yeah. until it goes into the dan, 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 but yeah. like that, dan, 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 and I'm like, I don't know how I didn't connect these dots. <laughs> no, no, I never did either until you just said that. It's because you've always listened to it to where it goes into like the grind song. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. So, I have no idea how we're going to transition that into a show intro. But um, because Elgie <laughs> doesn't remind me of the Foo Fighters, he doesn't remind me of Buffalo Wild Wings at no, all. But he does work at Northwood and he's helping hey. all sorts of young automotive professionals connect dots in their careers. Oh, oh see what I did there? there. By just changing the topic and to just say what we should have said when we first hit record. Remember that? <laughs> oh, man. El Elgi is one of my favorite people. Like, he's the kind of personality that whenever you're around him, you just get the smile and the warmth and the laugh. And so I'm really excited that we get to spend some time with him because any time with Elgi is good time. We hope you enjoy this interview. All right, Elgi, I'm so excited we get to do this together today. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time. I appreciate it. I look forward to it. This is uh, the highlight of my day. Oh, man. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll try to keep it that. <laughs> uh, no, you have you occupy, in, in my opinion, one of the most fascinating positions in the auto industry because you're the chair of the automotive program at Northwood. So you kind of get to see the future before the future is actually even like ready to see itself. Um, how did you even get into this position? I don't know the story, so I'm going to ask. Well, I, uh, I was working for General Motors, actually, and uh, had got transferred to the Flint zone, Flint, Michigan, and Midland's part of that. And there happened to be a couple of people on my zone team that were Northwood grads. I knew of Northwood, um, but maybe like a lot of people, um, just as a dealer school, I, I you know, I, I embrace that now, but I, I just knew, I said, ah, there's a lot of dealers, um, you know, sons and daughters that come out of there. And they were getting ready for their auto show. And these two, you know, walked me around, gave me the tour. I had meetings at Northwood, but never really, you know, connected on any other level. And uh, I, I was sold then both from the the level of the students um, that I got to meet that day and, and just the, the fact that they were really excited about their upcoming auto show. So I went that year, um, got a chance to do my MBA um, and then just got connected where the automotive faculty was having me come in and do guest lectures and presentations. And when the guy before me retired, um, you know, I, I was raising my hand saying, oh, hey, over here. Yeah, me, 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 me. And so I uh, got the wonderful opportunity and have been here 12 years now. And uh, like you say, uh, Paul and Kyle, um, it has just been a, been a, a pleasure um, to watch these students you know, come in as 18-year-old, um, whether they come from a dealership background or not, but as an 18-year-old with all of the, you know, um, 
worldviews of an 18 year old 18 year oldiness right, right. right. <laughs> i love it and uh and then and then, and then connect them to thought leader subject matter experts the x's and o's of this business and and watch them uh flourish as they take that first internship and first job and you know whether they go back to a, a family dealership or, or or make their way in some other some other way it's you know maybe a, a small bit of living vicariously through their their career yes. choice what's the what's the split nowadays what you know between like people that have dealership or family dealership background to kind of new entrants yeah, just going question. yeah this is what i want to be a part of yeah i i say it's and then just anecdotally that it's 50 50. um that 50 okay. percent come from a dealership background and um and then i split it to another 50 50 50 of those are going back 50 percent dad or mom has said nope don't come here first go somewhere else uh-huh. or they're going to the manufacturer a finance company a vendor um and then 50 percent have discovered us now either through the auto show or through um through the world wide web i think that thing's gonna oh, make it uh, you think it's internet. not a fad yeah. Yeah. google machines kind of working is yeah, that it's, it's working. <laughs> where's the other that 50 that didn't grow up in the stores and they come through the car show or whatever like yeah. What are the things, this is what I'm fascinated about because we're always talking about how can we make the industry, like how can we get it out front so yeah. that so many people who never considered automotive industry see it as a place where they could have a really prosperous future. So yeah. like where did the other 50% that don't have an automotive background, they came through, like what is their mentality and mindset when they step in, like let me learn about the auto industry? I think they discover some of those great jobs, whether it be, from an operational level or an income level or ego level, um, you know, doing an internship that, hey, I, I can find my career in retail, or they look at it, um, the number of vendors and manufacturers, finance companies as employers. So whether it's a, an ally or a Cox Automotive or a Reynolds and Reynolds, um, you know, where they're going to maybe some of the bigger schools, um, the state schools, and just presenting themselves at a, as a career fair, here, not only do they have um, some knowledge of them, maybe using Reynolds in our lab or seeing a Cox executive on campus or some of the big dealer groups that, that come here. And I know I'll leave someone out, but the LaFontaines, the Penske's, the Hendricks, the Flows, um, you know, that, that come on campus, you know, they see them as, as, as corporate, you know, not having that dealer family background and, and so they, they, they find their way in the industry, a lot of startups mm-hmm. um, that, 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 that have come on campus and they think, oh, that, that's really cool to see a, um, you know, an AI startup that's working in, uh, you know, it's a widget on the computer, but, you know, for, for a 18 to 22 year old student, it, I, I can see myself in that. And so I think they get a, they get a indication and, and we, we're big on industry news. So whether, it is, um, you know, your podcast, Clubhouse, um, you know, automotive news. I, I, you know, just the industry is the, um, you know, the books of today for us. Um, yeah, so it's uh, very real time. It's real time. How do, define, so, how do you define those tracks? Because like the difference between working at a, as a salesperson at a dealer 
as a corporate finance executive at Reynolds, yeah. as a startup employee, or, or as a marketing professional at a, at a vendor, are yeah. very different tracks and journeys as far as like career path. They How are. does that get defined in the education path? Or is it much more general? And then there's kind of like a funneling down because I think people typically think about higher education as like, I'm going to be a doctor or nurse. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm going to be a business person or I'm going to be like, how do you funnel that and filter people into these like career paths in this education? Type? So as a business school, I mean, we're just uh, all those functional areas. We don't, we don't get granular like that. I mean, finance is finance. And so they're going to understand it. And then they're going to understand it from an auto lingo, you know, F and I. So they're actually certified. I'm so, sorry to interrupt I, you, but yeah. I think there's an important piece of context yeah. that people listening need to know about Northwood in general. So Northwood is a university. It's a business school, Correct. right? Automotive is a track within the business school Correct. that you can take. So like, I just want to make sure like people no. understand the difference between like this and like in an ADA Academy or something like that. Northwood is a business school. That yeah. business school has an automotive specific track in it. Very good distinction that, that, that you know, they're coming to college to get a four-year degree, a BBA, a Bachelor's in Business Administration, and just happens to be in automotive gotcha. rather than in marketing or in healthcare management or in finance. It's a track. And because of our great long-term relationship with NADA at one time, there was an NADA Northwood transcript. We were um, to, to, to a partner we still are, but a partner with NADA in terms of the education. Um, people would go to NADA and then complete through Northwood, go to Northwood, then go to NADA. I mean, there was a transcript actually uh, huh. today, um, um, and we support the, the, the great um, you know things that are happening in the, in the NADA Academy and, and online, and you know where somebody enhances their skills. Got it. Students here are getting a four-year degree. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I interrupted a train no, of thought to ask you that question, and I don't remember what that other train of thought was. No. Well, and, and it it was, just, I was asking about, you know, those functional areas. So oh, right. you don't get granular in terms of finance or marketing, in terms of, you know, where your career, um, it's, it's more of who your career starts with. So, you know, you're applying. If, if Reynolds is coming here with their recruiters, they're also going to those big state schools and just get marketing students or finance students here. It's sure. just, and we think it gives a leg up because they understand auto lingo if they've gone through our track, but they'll also, you know, hire a finance student or accounting student or a marketing student. Mm -hmm. uh, so our students, it just prepares them, you know, for a, a narrower track skills are transferable. Um, mm -hmm. They can also go to a really broad career fair and say, you know what? Um, you know, could I get an opportunity at, you know, a hotel? The yeah. Skills are transferable. Right. The customer experience and managing oh. that hotel. May that uh, may that be more a part of the curriculum because we're constantly talking about the hospitality mentality that's right, that's in automotive right. and how that right. should be a lot more of a transferable skill set and mindset right. heading in. So right. it's it's great to know that you're already thinking in this trajectory yeah. because yeah. again, this is kind of where we're heading. You recently announced i saw this announcement i think it was on linkedin or i can't remember how i heard about it maybe it was no i think maybe linkedin but there is a master's program yes. about to be launched um so now you can have a master's degree with a specific in automotive right 
Yeah, and, and we, we so they, they launched, relaunched. I mean, we have a master's in science um, in organizational leadership with an automotive focus. Um, the particular master's that I got was called a DEMBA, um, Dealership Executive MBA. So you've got the basics of, um, of, of a master's program. I mean, we use Harvard case studies here. And you, you, you take a concentration or a focus um, on automotive and what happens between, you know, manufacturer dealer relationship, the relationships, and uh, voila, you have a, uh, you have a master's program. So we, we don't lose our um, automotive focus in some areas when we advertise for that, um, you know, you're getting a, you're getting an automotive, you're, you're getting a master's through an automotive lens. Um, and then that's just another other. We have the traditional, um, we have online, we have so many offerings. Um, I think it's the organizational side that I remember now that we covered this on our morning show. Yeah. And we talked about the, the great dealerships and the great dealers that we see out there yes. are great organizational leaders. Yes, they have the building blocks and all the blocking and tackling of inventory management and, you know, like franchise agreements and real estate, and they have all that stuff going. But the ones who understand how to get an organization pointing in a direction, keeping people attached to the vision of, you know, the leadership or yeah. the founder in a lot of cases or the owner in a lot of cases, those are, those are the ones when you walk in, you're like, this is a really special place. So I remember in the show, we were talking about the fact that the organizational leadership is the center point of it. Yes. Um, it just, it just feels very appropriate for the times we're in. You know, we're, we, we've discovered one of the simplicities of, of the auto business. Um, it's the people business. Um, you know, your employees. See, now you're going to start preaching on us. You're now right. you're going to go to, now you're going to do a thing. Take us, take us to church, <laughs> right? Take us to church. It's a people business. And, um, and so I think when you mention organizational leadership, organizational development, organizational behaviors, I mean, you're, you're all of those things you talk about people and, all the things that you mentioned, the brick and mortar and the amenities and all that, but it's a people business. The customers are people, the employees are people, the leaders are people. And, you know, once we coach and mentor and, um, you know, try to put people on the right path, get those that are on the wrong path on the right path, um, you know, great things can happen uh, to our bottom line, our, our financials, uh, you know, all our analytics and analysis, but it, it really is a people business. Mm. So well, good. so see, here's the thing. This is you. Thank you for that because I've been waiting for a moment. Because you're a person too. You're not just this like organizational cool. leadership, you know, education guy. And our team, we we've got a great team around us, and they gave us a little. They were like, "There's a nugget on your LinkedIn that many people maybe not get to every <laughs> once in a while." There's a nugget when you scroll down in your little about thing, and it says saxophone. So do you play the sax? I, I haven't played in a long time. Now, I, it's funny you mentioned that. because As he's I, like, but I happen to have it right here. Right, right, right. <laughs> about, to, about to play a tune right quick. No, I'm, a, I'm a huge jazz fan. I uh, played the sax through high school, uh, especially enjoyed the, uh, the, the, the jazz band. Uh, my dad was a big uh, jazz guy and um, uh, probably – uh, the guys that I admire most in music are, are sax players. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, 
So do I wish Al was here all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah, because we've got a guy on our team that plays sax. And I feel like when you come to a SoduCon this year, because it's not right bumped up next to. uh, You you moved that for me. Just for you. We moved it for you, baby. We're like, we got to get it. Because we have a band that plays and they got a sax player on the back line. (laughs) We're just going to have him flip that to you and you're just going to be up there grooving. I love it. I love it. I I don't know. Do people flip a saxophone to somebody else? I mean, you can flip a guitar. The saxophone is a little tricky. Right. You know, it's more like a gentle handover. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. So what, what is like, because as the industry, and I think there are more and more people gaining knowledge of what Northwood is doing specifically in auto, right? There's, there's a general knowledge, especially with some of the larger companies, but maybe not some of the smaller. And as it grows to be an education path, not just for, you know, people that, family has a dealership and it's, and it broadens in that what type of support or, or how can others kind of get connected or smaller dealerships or dealer groups get connected with the education path or telling more people in their community about it or, or bringing along, maybe that, maybe there are others that want to create internship paths or, or career paths. What's the connective tissue for the auto industry that I would say I'm always willing to talk. Um, one, they ought to be tuning in to you guys all the time. Uh, Hey, promotion. uh, (laughs) Northwood.edu slash automotive um, is one way that uh, they can get some of the information. Um, We, we certainly um, go to the NADA convention. So if anyone's out there, the other thing that we think we're doing um, for the industry is um, we've started a camp last year um, through the generous support of General Motors um, that uh, takes that 14 to 18 year old and exposes them to the industry. You know, oh, many of man. those students, we, we wish that all of them would consider Northwood, but some are going to want to be engineers, designers, technicians, um, all the different career paths. And there's wonderful universities out there, but to see what happens no matter what you are in the retail industry, and especially those that are underserved, and that is in communities where maybe General Motors or any other manufacturer has pulled out of, think of Flint, Michigan, Pontiac, Mm -hmm. uh, Saginaw, Michigan, to say that um, if your experience was like mine, where you've never been into a dealership, but oh, wow, that's, they, they put those cars back together in the body shop. They put those, Cars back to OEM specs in the service department. Um, yeah, they sponsor my little league baseball team, but you know someone is in that office. Um, you know, business manager, controller with the numbers, and we want to expose yeah. young people to those great jobs that are in the uh, specifically the, the retail industry. But um, like I said, some want to be you know designers, engineers, uh, go to the OEM. But we uh, it, we're doing our small part you know, to try to expose people to this industry. Well, we'll link that up in the show yeah, notes for will. sure, because I think that that's something that anybody can be sending their people to, or, you know, just encouraging those in their community to be a part of, because that's like that. getting them, like starting them young. Why not? Let's go right please, after that. Please, so, please. Uh, well, Elgi, we really appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us. You are a wealth of knowledge and just a, just a, one of the best smiles on the planet to hang out with. So we got to hang out with you a little bit today. Um, and thanks for joining us. on all of Thanks Paul. Thanks Kyle. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everything you guys do for the industry. I, I really love the fact that his origin story was all around that 
he was just interacting with these people and then he saw an opening and was like, me, 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 I want me. that. I want in on that. And then has been there for as long as he has. It, it's a testament to like, he has a passion and intention for this. He didn't just fall into watching and guiding these young people into a career in automotive. Um, that's, that's exciting for me because I love hearing these stories of people going, no, I'm pursuing pouring in to the next generation. And not just that, a really fun generation. We've had the opportunity to be around a couple of these people mm -hmm. at like NADA, and then we've had a couple calls with them. These people are fired up for on the hunt, man. They're they on are. the hunt. You know you what? Know, that's funny you say that. Like, I remember coming into automotive being like the freshman class, and it was suits and pocket squares and all of these sorts of things. And now monogrammed just, shirt cuffs. Yeah, my, yeah, exactly. It's still cool, which is still cool, by the way, if you're rocking yeah, like, Don't get me wrong. Cuffs. I love wearing a suit. I'm but just because I, I don't have them. You're, you're talking about now other generations coming into the, this business, and we've got people who dance at conferences now. Like, we've got... Do like, we ever? That, yeah, it's like when you say this is the most fun generation, but I also think it's kind of cool that we are part of this industry that now has so many generations of people working in it. That's yeah. right. You know, I think yeah. from Elgie's position, you know, when you have a college professor in general, their kids or their students... They just blast out across the country in all different industries and probably very lucky if they see them or, or not again. It's got to be fun to know your students are going into an industry where it's kind of such a close family and even like not to toot our own horn, but like organizations like Asodu who intentionally try to bring people that think the same way together. I mean, it's got to be fun for him to watch these students just like land in their spot engage yeah. in the community like move on move up and he's got every every time you're around him he's like oh that person's northwood grad that one's a north oh i had this student there it's just got to be so rewarding yeah absolutely if you have not connected with northwood make sure you hang up this podcast as soon as i'm done talking <laughs> check out the website check out what they're doing <laughs> follow follow them on the socials uh because they got a lot of cool stuff going on on behalf of paul j daily michael cirillo and myself kyle mounts here thanks for joining us here on auto collabs we'll see you next time Sign up for our free and fun to read daily email for a free shot of relevant news in automotive, retail, media, and pop culture. You can get it now at asotu.com. That's A-S-O-T-U.com. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share it with a friend. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Welcome to Auto Collapse. Why are we recording? Are we rolling yet? <laughs>